cream. George, you know all about the cream. You like cream, right? <laughs> I like I like cream on my hands. Whoa! Oh. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was that kind of a podcast. Oh my god! Be like lotion. Pause. All right, all right. Well, <laughs> we'll edit that out. Club today here we are at our hoppy hour podcast uh, I am your host Marco Castillo along with co-host George Recoy George why don't you tell everybody hi what's up guys and I'm ready ready to take flight and we have Mari Mari here Mari why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself hi my name is Marissa some people call me Mari I'm, I call you Mari yeah if you could say Mari then you can call me Mari but if you can't <laughs> oh. Marissa all right, Marissa. All right, well, I think maybe it'd be a good idea to go ahead and let people know a little bit about who we are. So, uh, Again? Okay. I mean, they know, they know our names. I, I, I mean, they don't know us yet. This is, well, welcome to, welcome to podcast number one, first of all. Uh, this it's is our happy hour our podcast hoppy, number our one. Our happy hour <laughs> podcast number one here. Uh, we are here today at South Park Brewing Company where the gracious manager has gone ahead and give us its full access where we are actually going to give a taste test to all these beers and we're going to tell you what, we, what you think so can we start drinking now yeah no we, i mean yeah we can <laughs> all right so the first beer we're going to sample today here uh this is cream. cream george you know all about the cream you like cream right <laughs> i like i like cream on my hands Oh, oh. Uh, I didn't know it was that kind of a podcast. Oh my god! Be like lotion. Pause. All right, all right. Well, yeah, you, we'll edit that out. All right, so this is cream right here, right? That is cream. So. Okay. I don't have cream. All right, you, you, you can it's taste okay. it. Okay. It's good, by the way. All right, I'm gonna like taste this real quick. Take it. That's pretty good. It's oh, very crisp. Oh my, it's, it's actually really good. It's crisp. Um. That seems like All the right. kind of beer that even like the people who don't like craft beer would drink. This is actually one of my favorites now. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say that throughout the whole, whole <laughs> podcast. George is gonna be pretty drunk by the time we're done no, here. No, I don't. I don't get drunk. I get very happy. Excuse me. Very, very hoppy. Very hoppy. Well, speaking of which, let me hop on this beer real quick. We have all sorts of beer analogies, right? That's right. So, um, cream. Cream is something that uh, obviously is very crisp. Uh, I, I have a couple of brother-in-laws, and they don't really like craft beer, you know? I think for some people, it's kind of an acquired well, taste. <clears throat> and, and just to that point, this is what we, as SCCA Flight Club members or founders, we wanted to kind of like engage with those people that are, I mean, I'm a straight blogger drinker before this, right? I didn't get into craft beer until probably about four or five years ago, like heavily drinking craft beers. And the reason being is I'm a huge sports fanatic. I can't see myself drinking IPAs at, at sports events, like Charger games, Potter games, because I'll, I'll get, excuse my language, shit-faced by the second inning. Or, well, just have two. Well, no, You're I, good. I know, but I like to drink, you know, so that's why I'm a, you know, I'm a straight lager drinker when it comes to, but when it comes to certain situations, you like to drink, you know, craft beers. Did you know that IPA was actually invented for long trips to India? Yes, I, I read the whole story at, at this. Actually, I posted on our uh, Facebook page, by the way. Oh, really? The okay. history of IPA. Maybe that's where I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty but cool. yeah, apparently, yeah, back in the old days, when you used to have to travel all the way 
uh, to different continents by boat. It would take a long time, so you would need beer that wouldn't go bad. So they started brewing IPAs uh, in order to uh, make the long trip. Yep. They would last longer. The alcohol would actually preserve uh, the beer. Yep. There's there's definitely a history. So and that's one of the reasons we call them flight lessons, where we're gonna try to we're gonna talk to the brewmaster in a little bit, and we're gonna just try to you know in a sense get a crash course, a crash landing, crash course on craft beer and the difference between yeah i'm actually very excited to meet uh to meet the brewmaster here uh it seems like it's a really good crew i mean george why don't you want why don't you explain a little bit about what this place looks like i mean for those of you who don't know where south park brewing company is at uh this is on 30th and beach uh right in the heart of south south park Uh, and if you don't know where south park is well you should find out where that's at yeah um, it's it's actually well first and foremost I was here last night so I checked out the place made sure all the Wi-Fi's and all that thing was good right um, the place is actually it, it kind of reminds me of a of a what do you call it a fish house or you know what do you call this uh, fish market fish market there yeah. You go. yeah fish market obviously if, if, if in correlation with living in San Diego you, you get a lot of fishermen here or whatever but uh, it, it's it's got a it's got like a like I said fish market type of feel atmosphere it's got like pictures of fishermen up in the wall there, the wooden benches. It's actually very, very nice. It makes you, makes you feel very, very comfortable. Well, I'm you know. comfortable. It makes you very, very happy. Well, you know, as far as also uh, the people that come here, it really looks like it's a big local crowd. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, if you don't know about South Park, South Park is kind of like a, a bit of a, it, it's in the middle of the city. There's no... You know, you're not going to drive through South Park unless you have some place to be and you just happen to have to cross South Park, which makes it unique. I mean, there's no other town or, you know, little neighborhood in San Diego that's quite like it, which I think makes it prime for a place like this, uh, you know, craft brewery. There's actually a lot of restaurants that opened up near here, too. Yeah, there's quite a few. Well, basically, we're right next to Hamilton's. Uh, which is the same owner, by the way. And then there's this place right here called, uh, what's the name of this? Kinred, Kinred or whatever, on the corner of Beach and 30th. It's pretty good, too. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Okay, well, you know what? I think it's time we try our next beer. What do you think? I think we should. I, I think Matt came by maybe if we're ready for Brewmaster guy here. Yeah, but yeah. Let's well, as soon as he comes, we'll hopefully we'll be six, nice and buzzed. It's 6.48, so we basically have 12 minutes. Right. Right, okay, so the next one? so the next beer we have on our list is Hilltop Hef. So it's a Hefenweizen, I'm assuming. Yep, it's a Hefenweizen. That's this one here. Yep. Uh, are you a fan of Hefenweizen, Muddy? Yes. Wheat beers. I I wasn't a big fan of wheat beers early on, but they they grew on me. Hilltop is that like a Chula Vista reference, or I wonder if it's just because we're on a hill right well, now. We'll we'll find out we when ask. we speak to Matt in a little bit, for sure. Which one's mine? This one. Okay, so George is pushing buttons here. <laughs> I was trying to un- uh, unplug myself for a second. Okay, um, so we have Matt here. Here, uh, here. Matty and I are going to share a microphone here for a little bit. We're a little short mics here. Oh, no, don't worry. It's all good. All right, Matt, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to us one more time. Let us know, uh, let the audience know who you are, what do you do here, 
maybe a little bit about the history of this place. All right. Um, I'm Matt Kamek, uh, bar manager at South Park Brewing Company. Uh, we've been open for about 15 months now. Uh, we opened at the end of February last year. Um, you know, we're kind of the sister brewery to Monkey Paw, same owner as Monkey Paw and Hamilton's, Mr. Scott Blair. Matter of fact, same brewer as Monkey Paw, Mr. Cosmo Sorrentino. Um, we've got 10 beers on at the moment. I got four beers in the fermenters. I, you know, we're just brimming with, you know, rad styles and, you know, approachable styles and uh, just some really cool stuff we got going on right now. And what, what's the neighborhood reaction to uh, what you guys got going on here? I mean, it seems like you guys have a big uh, local crowd that comes here. Neighborhood's been super supportive. Uh, you know, we see a lot of regulars. We see a lot of new faces. We get a lot of out-of-towners. Um, but ultimately, we are a neighborhood brew pub, and, you know, we see a lot of neighborhood folks around. As a matter of fact, one of the beers you're going to have today is named after and collaborated with a uh, very local guy here in South Park named of Don. Don, okay. Well, right now, we are actually drinking Hero Top Hat. Looks like there's a party coming in. It's an exciting time here yes, today at South Park Brew. That's what, actually one of the reasons why we like coming to places like this and you know recording live is because part of part of being here and enjoying your time, it's the people. You know, if it wasn't for them, I'm sure none of this would be possible. Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, we get a lot of birthdays here, and oh, look, here's our owner, Mr. Scott Blair. Maybe he'll say a quick word. Oh, okay. All right. I'm afraid to give the mic to this guy, though. Oh, how you doing? How's it going? How you, so, is this a podcast? This is a podcast. This is Grant Tondro from Urge Gastro Pub and Mason Ale Works. Nice. And Scott Blair. Scott Blair. What up, uh, guys? I, want, I, wanted, I wanted to say something. I'm not coming to crash your party. I just was like... No, no, you're, you're already crashed <laughs> it. It's all good. Crash landing. That's a pretty usual occurrence. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. No, he's always like, Blair's the type of person that if there's somebody in town, he always wants to make sure that, you know, he, he he's like a kid. He'll, like, bring his friend to his room and show him his toys, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah, it's kind of a usual thing. Well, you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk about, too, here uh, while we have you is, you know, I want to talk a little bit about the beer that we have here. So, so far, we've tasted cream. Speak louder. Um we tasted cream so far, and, okay. and we like it. What can you tell us about cream? Uh, cream. Um, well, Cosmo Sorrentino, he's a, he's a hip-hop fan, and Blair does not want any uh, hippity-hop in any of his establishments. So cream, C period, R period, E period, A period, M period, for any of you who like Wu-Tang Clan, obviously, is a Wu-Tang Wu reference. So Cosmo likes to sneak in a lot of hip-hop references into these beers wherever he can without Blair noticing. Ah, there you go. How many people pick up on that? Um, quite a few, actually. I mean, we'll write the beers. We'll have the beer names on the fermenters, and people will come in and kind of get a chuckle out of uh, out of certain uh, names. Like we have a we have a kettle sour coming out called uh, Who Tarted. Oh, all and people right. see that and they order it right away, not realizing it's not ready yet. <laughs> all right, awesome. So. Um, so typically, you said you have ten beers that you're fermenting at a time. We just happen to have ten on right now. We're kind of, you know, ramping up uh, right now how much we produce. And as a matter of fact, um, you're going to start to see different South Park beers uh, around town. We just sold two kegs to O'Brien's. Um, sold a couple kegs to Stone Liberty Station. 
um, uh, courtyard down in East Village. So you're going to start to see a couple beers here and there around town. Oh, okay, great. So maybe uh, when you go visit a local establishment, we want to ask about if they carry South Park, any South Park beer. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be really limited right now because we uh, run a five-barrel system. Matter of fact, this is Monkey Paw's old system, Monkey Paw's uh, ten-barrel system now. Um, so for now, we're going to try to keep as much beer as possible in-house. So the guaranteed way to get South Park Brewing beers is to come to South Park Brewing. Ah, there you go. So why don't you tell the audience uh, how they can, where they can find you online? Uh, if they have any questions, who can they call? Um, we can call the restaurant here, and then uh, we've got South Park, uh, SouthParkBrewing.com. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the easiest way to get in touch with us. I mean, we respond pretty quickly to phone and email and all that. Matter of fact, we, uh, we put out a couple of promotions on, on Facebook, etc., um, advertising a large group space uh, so people can come in here for their birthday parties and obviously and podcasts and, and what have you and we've got a really good response to that I mean this is a very large group friendly uh, brew pub awesome and you have a kitchen your kitchen looks pretty we large we have a kitchen as well uh, big old kitchen. menu full of comfort food and fish that's yeah. actually I was going to uh, make a point on this so there's a lot of breweries that don't have an actual restaurant section inside. There's a lot of food trucks that kind of connect and park and whatever. This is one of the few that do have an actual kitchen. So I haven't tasted the food yet, but I heard good reviews on oysters and ceviche. We got oysters today. Um, the ceviche is pretty rad. Uh, the tacos are great. I mean, everything on the menu is really fantastic. It's just, what do you feel like? Nice. My personal favorite is the Cubano. Okay. All right. Well, that's what I'm having then. <laughs> All right, so we also tried the Hilltop Heffenweizen. Yep. What's the story behind Hilltop? Uh, Maddie had a question Still about Hilltop. She wanted to know if that was a San Diego Chula Vista reference. It's a no-frills half, like Bavarian-style half. We didn't get a lot of those clovey phenols off of it. It was more of that banana forward, and then um, you're going to get a lot of that nice cereally wheat on it as well. It's kind of the, the finishing flavor. I mean, just, you know, appealing to that kind of... Uh, Wheat beer in the summer crowd. I mean, we're already kind of hitting a little bit of warm weather, so it's a great, great warm weather beer. Okay, great. Well, the next one we're going to try is the Saison de Don. Saison de Don. Saison de Don. Saison, that's this one here. All right. So the story behind this is uh, we got a kind of a local neighborhood character, Don. A lot of people around here know him as uh, Biker Don or Hippie Don. Uh, but he's one of, the, one of the people responsible for keeping South Park looking beautiful. Um, he just does a lot of landscaping around here, and uh, when we have special events around this neighborhood, he just he helps set them up. I mean, he's, he promotes, but he also is a, he's a great supporter of local business around here. So um, he went to one of our neighbor's backyard who happened to have a tree full of Meyer lemons. He picks, what, two buckets full of Meyer lemons. We zested all of them, juiced all of them, and what you have here is not a... It, I wouldn't say it's a lemon-dominant saison, but the lemon, I definitely think, uh, enhances some of that yeast profile and complements some of that yeast profile very nicely. You're looking at like a 5.5% Yeah, saison. you can definitely taste the citrus. Yep. Is this uh, a Philly oh, Okay. No. Okay, so the question that Marty asked yeah. is... Uh, so the beer is... 
the Phenolic Fanatic. Phenolic Fanatic. Yeah, what's, phenolic a, fanatic. what's the story the behind the Phenolic Fanatic? So our owner is very into smoked beers. Um, this is a birthday beer for him. Wow. Yeah, so it's a very low ABV. to treat himself. Very low ABV, kind of smoky amber, um, 4.5%. The smoke is relatively light, and as it warms up, it kind of fades away. Uh, I wouldn't say fades away, but fades off into the mix of nice, malty, toasty characteristics. But uh, yeah, that, this was kind of his birthday present from Cosmo. Is there is there any beer here beer here on the list that we should be careful with? I mean, in what I've, way? <laughs> you know what way? Okay, so I've been to you know a couple places here and there where there's a beer that I have that I think tastes you know delicious. Uh, you don't realize how much alcohol content it has until it kicks you in the butt. Oh, that'll be Finest City then. Finest City? Yeah, that's not even the last beer, but you know I organize these and kind of flavor impact order uh, and and you know finest city it, the the IBUs on that one are a lot lower than a lot of double IPAs you'll get around town uh, it's it drinks like a seven and a half percent IPA but when in fact it's a 9.3 9.3 yeah I can't wait to taste it so I mean uh, Matt, Matt here literally gave us 10 beers to try so we we are <laughs> We are going to be nice and toasty by the end of uh, this this little podcast here. So Hope so. <laughs> yeah, and we have a couple other friends that are joining us. We just got a couple of text messages. They're heading over here. So, uh, yeah, we're happy to be here. Uh, in case we're, you don't we're, know, we're once again. We're happy to be here. We're, we're, yes, we're <laughs> happy to be here. In case you didn't hear me earlier, you guys got to check this place out. It's in South Park. It's on the corner of Beach and 30th. Uh, if you don't know how to get here, check it on Google Maps. Matt, can you go ahead and give us the address and the zip code so in case anybody wants to go ahead and Google it? Uh-oh, he doesn't know I'm it. I'm blanking right now. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Put you on the spot, Matt. Right? Uh, it's uh, 1517 uh, 30th Street. All right. All right. So, Matt, um, we know you have a ton of work that you have to do because everybody's obviously going to be asking you questions. We don't want to hold you up if, in case you have to finish your work. Uh, we are going to be tasting the rest of the beers, and what we're going to do is we're going to give each one of these a review uh, so that everybody can go ahead and taste it. And obviously, you guys, if you guys are anywhere near the South Park area, you guys got to come check this place out. I'm going to be perfectly honest. After the first beer, he's, he's all of drunk. them taste good. So <laughs> He's already drunk. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, Thanks, no, thank Matt. You, Matt. Thank you, Matt. All right, guys. So that was Matt. Matt's very gracious manager here. Uh, you guys come out here, pay him a visit, tell him the flight club sent you, uh, and you know we'll see we'll see what he can do for you. Obviously, like he said, they can accommodate some crowds here. They were nice enough to accommodate us. They saved us a table here. A pretty uh, big table, actually. Yeah, a pretty big table for our little podcast. So, yeah, we can't wait. All right, so let's the keep next drinking. Yes, we got to let's talk Mighty obviously no, knows what's important. We were still. Let's um, let's finish up this tasting okay. thing. I don't so, think we what, so what's the next beer? So a lot of beers to taste here. Right now this we're drinking the Saison de Don. You know, I think it's pretty amazing that they named this beer after a, a community member. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, some guy comes I, out, cleans up the street, does just, a favor just, for the neighborhood, and they just, name a beer. Just after having it. any kind of history behind each drink is awesome to do, and especially if it's going to be a community. You know, someone that's actually helping the community. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. So. Awesome. I heard oh, they already named sorry. a beer after you, George. <laughs> yeah, what do what they, what, what they call it? it? Modelo. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Don't let it get to your head. No mames ayo. <laughs> no mames ayo. All right. That one's next. Oh, we're a bilingual podcast now. No, we're always we're San Diego. We gotta San be Diego. Right? Yeah. somehow. You're not bilingual. You're not. Which I I need to know if Hilltop is San Diego or not. Well, we let's just say he didn't talk about the beer. He didn't really say. He didn't really say. So. I wouldn't doubt it. Okay, so guys, uh, so the next beer we have here on the list is the Scripps Pier Oyster Stout. Yes. Which one's it? This one right here. That's all the way in the end. This one. Are you sure? No, yeah, no, no. it's the fifth you're, one. Yeah, you're you're on the wrong one. We're on Scripps. Yeah. So you're Scripps beer right here. Stout is on the end. I can tell by the color. Yeah. So which one's this one? The phenolic. That's, That's a Scripps. Phenolic. Fanatic. Oh, fanatic. Okay, so we're on the phenolic fanatic. Okay. Okay, so. Sorry. All right, no problem. No problem. <laughs> oh, it's got um. Oh wow. It's a bit. Mm. That one, it's you different. can't even taste the alcohol in that one. Yeah, I was going to say, that's about... Um, it definitely has that smoky. You can't taste the alcohol. Yeah, it, well, it, you can't taste the alcohol, but you can definitely taste that smokiness that Matt was talking about. Yeah. Oh, it's that's pretty, good. It's, it's like mesquite. It, it's it's, um, it's yeah, definitely diff- different being to my taste buds tonight. So, so far, I've been... Here, you can actually have this yeah, one. My, you can have it. My, Maddie and I are actually I like all sharing. of them. Right now, like, that's my favorite one, by the way. George wasn't planning on Ubering home, so... No, I, I, I got, I got I, reinforcements. I took a lift here. I have a cold pilot. You live near here? I took a lift here. Oh, a lift. I have a cold pilot. Like uh, 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 Alright, what are we trying next? Okay, well... Let's just finish, because we got people coming. Got okay, people. yeah, we got people coming, so... Finish that, all of them? Damn. No, just this one, and then we'll stop. Oh, we'll okay, it okay. Okay, so... I don't think you want to do all of them right no, now. No, we got to do these other five. Okay, yeah. so, so, okay, so this, let's this. give this a rating, okay? Because, you know, we've tasted a couple beers, but people don't know yet <laughs> what to think. I think would go good with, like, a good, like, steak dinner. Really? Where, this smoky one. Where's like, the steak like, at? All right, here we go. Okay. It's here? almost like your dinner drink. Yeah. It's not like, let me go and get drunk drink. It's the, a... Yeah, this I think it's in, a, it's in a bit of a quieter taste. If you don't like the smokiness flavor, it's not bad. Okay, All right, so let's move to the next one. The, the last but not least for the first flight is Scripps Pier Oyster Stout. So, stout. All right. All right oh, all look right. what we got. We got uh, Cosmos here. Cosmos. Cosmos. Muddy. I'm gonna give you my headphones, if you don't mind. All right. That way you can hear what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome to our podcast. This is uh, the Flight Club Happy Hour. Well, and welcome we're, to South Park Brewing. Oh, we're yeah. happy to be here. Uh, so we've had a chance to taste a lot of great beer so far. Uh, we've had Cream Hilltop, Saison de Don, Phenolic uh, Fanatic. And now we're trying the Scripps Pier Oyster Stout. Now, nice. uh, are, are you the guy in, who's uh, brewing all these beers? What is your role here at uh, South Park? Yeah, I do all the uh, wort production. I do all the recipe creation. Uh, pretty much run the, the beer side of things here. Nice. Okay. And what's the usual feedback that you're getting on uh, these beers that we've tried so far? Uh, what, what are people saying about, about these beers? Uh, I... I want to say a wide range, I mean, mostly positive feedback. Um, some of these beers are one-off beers. Some of these beers are a lot newer than other beers. The cream ale, just kind of, we've, we've always had a simple beer on tap here, uh, kind of to represent that Pilsner, that lager side, that transitional beer. So right now we have the cream. It's good. Uh, it pretty much on that line, as long as I don't get negative feedback, it's good feedback. 
It's just supposed to be simple and straightforward. Hilltop Heft, same way. Clean beer, nothing exciting. Not looking to change any minds there. Uh, you guys have already talked about the Saison. Phenolic Fanatic, super new, only three days old. That's our owner's birthday beer. Yeah, that's the smoky one, right? It is the smoky one. Yeah. Uh, really, I'm happy that he's happy with it. Other than that, I'm hoping that we get through it before it goes bad. But I'll be drinking a lot of it myself. Scripps Pier, obviously, is our most famous beer. We've won our biggest awards for that beer. Which, uh, which awards are those? Uh, most importantly, we got a silver for that beer last year at Great American Beer Fest in the uh, oatmeal stout category. Uh, this is a it's beer really that good. we wanted to have on as a culinary pairing uh, throughout the menu, but then became kind of a house favorite and then a neighborhood favorite. And then with the win, it's our second fastest selling beer besides the IPA. Now, do you find a lot of people who have come and they've tried one of these one-off beers, are they requesting them? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I also run Monkey Paw Brewing. So very similar to there, we do something different very often, but a lot of people will come back and say, well, what happened to that beer? And my response is, I wouldn't have made that beer if I made the beer before it again. So we just keep pushing the envelope. We get to see what people like and come back to things that, you know, maybe I'm inspired to, but for the most part, just move on and make something good with what we have. What's the feedback from the community? I mean, it looks like most of the people who are here are uh, members of the community. They, they live here, and uh, they probably just walk a couple blocks to get here, right? Well, that's the point of South Park Brewing, uh, and the point of Scott Blair's vision is that there's plenty of breweries in town. There's 124 or five of and us growing. this week. Who knows? Um, and so with that, we need to come back to providing this type of experience. Um, there's Really, Marty? If, if we go to a liquor store, there's plenty of six-packs on the shelf. I don't need to make six-packs. I don't need to do production. But if I go to Tierra Santa, if I go to some neighborhoods in town, you can't walk to a brewery. But if you go to 30th and El Cajon, you can walk to six. So we're just looking to encourage and through this and in our way of doing things, saying you can do something small, you can be creative, you can engage with the community, and... It's a great business plan. You might need a couple of them uh, instead of just one, but there's there's plenty of opportunity for more breweries, but with a conscious sense of capitalism. Yeah, it seems to me like those breweries that uh, don't really consider the neighborhood that they're in, uh, they, they seem to lack something, you know, and maybe it's heart. But you guys really seem to have a lot of heart here, and I think it shows when you look at the crowd that's here. Absolutely, and uh, looking at the shirt that your partner's wearing here, good friends with Joaquin. Uh, I know you guys have been to Border X at least a couple of times, and what they're doing down there, I think, really embraces that kind of aspect of, of the community, the way they're engaging with the art and with everything else there. It's, a, it's good to see, and we're kind of trying to bring that a little bit north. Yeah, even down to uh, the beers that they're brewing. They're brewing right now in Orchata Stout. Yep, gold medal. Shout out to Joaquin. Congratulations for that. Yeah, I mean, you just, I haven't seen anything like it. Uh, it tastes great, you know, and um, we're happy to actually come and see that you also have a beer here that celebrates a community member, uh, the Saison de Don. Absolutely. Don's a great member of the community. I call him South Park Don. Uh, I grew up in, in this neighborhood. I used to get my hair cut right where we were sitting. This used to be a barber shop. So I've lived here for 31 years. Uh, happy to be part of it and Don's been here almost as long and so when Blair asked me to pair up with local businesses businesses are good that dude's an institution so 
Uh, he gets to go around. He does a lot of gardening locally, and so he has access to a lot of great ingredients. And so we actually teamed up with him on two beers this spring. Uh, this was the beer that we got to put his name on, though. Meyer Lemon Saison just really accentuates the natural yeast profile of that beer. Now, do you have any... Uh any beers that you're excited about that you're going to be uh, brewing soon that maybe uh, you haven't told anybody about? Any exclusives that we maybe could tell our listeners? Uh, the brew that we just did on Wednesday uh, that I definitely haven't talked about. I just did a podcast yesterday and didn't get around to this. Uh, it's called Yacht Rock IPA. Uh, our owner, Scott Blair, was in Seattle, had a beer, sent me an email, asked me for the most ridiculous hops. He wanted Citra, he wanted Hugh Mellon, and he wanted Nelson. How I found those, I went to St. Archer, amazing, amazing people up there, really helped me out, uh, got me the hops we needed, and so that's in the tanks right now, that'll be out in about two weeks, and that one's going to be pretty, pretty special. You know, in, in uh, the travel and the work that you have to do to brew every beer, I mean, that's something that a lot of people may not even think about, you know, like having to find the ingredients to make a very particular taste. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of the distances you've had to travel, some of the crazy stories that you've had uh, having to find some of these ingredients. Um, brewing is as hard as you make it, but it also, uh, it, the product speaks to that effort. I've, yeah, um, I drove to Escondido today on the other side of things just to drop off bottles for a competition, but I've driven up and planted and picked tops up in uh, Valley Center. Uh, we did that last year. I woke up at well, woke up early enough to be up there at five in the morning to pick hops, to drive them down, and brew beer the same day. It was a 16-hour day, uh, but we got hops from the vine into the kettle within about six hours. Wow! And so Talk amazing. About fresh, beer. Right? That's as fresh as it gets, born the same day. So. That's about as far as I've gone in one day, but we work with a lot of local farmers, berries, cherries, all sorts of other local products. Um, but most importantly, I think, is the brewing community. I drive every day probably 20 to 40 miles just to get fresh yeast. Wow. Uh, never paid for a yeast pitch. They're just go to bigger breweries, grab a keg, you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, I think once people get to sample the quality of the beer and they realize how, you know, the, some of the backstories, uh, you know, I think this is really what our listeners are more interested in is, you know, there's a lot of breweries that they can go visit, but getting to know the reason why a brewery exists and why they should care about it, you know, I think that's really what gets people out here, you know. So, guys, if you, if you still haven't visited South Park, this place is right here on the corner of Beach and 30th Street. It's very easy access from the freeway, so if you're traveling down the 94, just get off on 30th Street, find Beach, and boom, you're there. If you miss it, just go to the dead end, park, get out of your car, and come into Monkey Paw, have a beer, have a cocktail, and then come back up the hill and fix your mistake. That's right. And of course, we always encourage everybody who's coming out here, please, uh, you know, consider Uber, consider Lyft, uh, you know, get yourself home safe as uh, you know as always everybody wants to see you and get repeat business so make sure you make it home safely all right well Cheers. thank you so much for your time we are almost uh, coming to the conclusion of our show is there any last words you'd like to tell our audience support local if uh, you're in my neighborhood come and have a beer when you're in your neighborhood support your local brewery if there's something you'd like to see them change or encourage them going in a, in a direction be honest but be kind and uh, yeah, support local. All right, well, thank you so much. My pleasure. Um, all right, all right, thank you, thank you.
Alright guys, so in case you uh, in case you didn't catch that, we are here at South Park Brewing Company. We've had the pleasure of speaking to a couple of uh, interesting people here. We talked to the manager, Matt, and we had talked to Cosmo here, uh, who's in charge of all the brewing. And uh, we are off to try the next beer, uh, which is going to be the Two Grifts Pale Pale Ale, Ale right here. All right. Um, which one is it? This one here. All right. So, hey. this hey, is... Hey. This beer has a beautiful, a beautiful uh, gold color. It's like an amber. Two Griffs, you know what that reminds me of? What does that remind you of? Ken Griffey. Ken Griffin? And Mark McGriff. Hey, is that his name? Baseball player? Uh, well, Ken Griffey Jr.? And Mark McGriff. Hey, you, I know Mark McGuire. No. You know what? Um, I know I wasn't here for Cosmos' interview, but I wanted to know the history on behind his name. Oh, man. Missed it. Missed yeah. it. Yeah, uh, welcome to the Hoppy Hour podcast. All right, we got more friends joining us, guys. Uh, so we've got Jeremy and Edgar coming down uh, to support. Uh, Wait, got, what's this one? Guys, if I can recommend any I don't know, beer. But it's gone. The one that I just had right now. Two Griffiths Ale is delicious. Here. Actually, this is the. You have that one over there too. Give it a try. It's that. It's that one right there. Give it a try. All right, guys. So we are here at the Happy Hour podcast. We're almost coming to the conclusion of our show. Uh, we we need to get past. Uh, we we've only managed to sample six beers, guys. We have four more beers to go. You know what? Well, see, that's that's the thing. I, I don't think usually we have to sample that many beers. This is a lot of beers. We don't have to rush through them. I know. I know. We we don't have to end the show right now. We can actually do like a two second part when we're all buzzed. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to be on the floor. Yeah, we're gonna have like okay, segments. This one, this one right here. Drink. <laughs> People are going to be able to see George drink getting drunker response. and drunker. Drink responsibly. I don't, no. See, you guys are giving me this character like I'm a drunk, dude. First of all, <laughs> come on, guys. I, I seriously, the last time I, I drank this many beers was like, seriously, like maybe two hours ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this guy. <laughs> all right, in case you guys didn't know, George is a comedian. No, no. Oh, well, I didn't try the oyster style. Here, try that. try that. Yeah, there's two grips. I like it. This is good. Mm, I like the stout one. They're my favorites. You know, you, you, you have to graduate into stouts. I don't think yes. a lot of people who don't drink beer like something so dark. When I first started drinking craft, it was all about pale ales. Yeah, all yeah. IPA, pale ales, pale ales. I, I think that's, the, like that's the very first beer everyone A barrel age. That's the first beer everybody kind of like thinks of when they say craft beers is IPAs. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're used to drinking Bud Light your whole life, I mean, you're not going to necessarily like all craft beer right away. But lights, what's that? <laughs> exactly, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little bit of time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I personally can't drink Bud Lights because they taste like water to me. No, no, what uh, happens if uh, that's the only thing available? Like, if you're at an event where they give you free beer and there's only I like, Bud I like, Light available, I like, do you well, take the I'll beer? be the designated driver that night. <laughs> I like two kinds of beers, free and cold. I said, I like two kinds of beers, free and cold. Oh. Mighty doesn't have her earphones on today, so. You want to share earphones? I have, I can give you half of mine. No? Okay. <laughs> All right, so. Speak up. I say, I say we start trying the next beer. All right, so it looks like the next beer, it just says IPA. Oh, you're running through them. Yeah, IPA. Just an IPA. 
Okay, they just call it IPA. No, no, no. Oh, let me just see. Sip them. Yeah, it's fine. We're reading off a list here. I'm really here. looking forward to the Pinus City that's one. That's the um, that's the South Park IPA. That's okay. the FPS IPA. The South Park IPA. Okay, so this one has to be good because they attached your name to it. Right. That's what I'm thinking, and I'm well, a big right IPA here. fan. That's my favorite kind of beer. This one. Yeah. Here, you want to You want to I'll go ahead. All right. I'll, I'll take the honors. Take the honors. Wow, we got people coming in now. Hey, what's up, bro? The last time I came here, I had given up beer for Lent, so I only had cider. So this is my first time just, having. Just to let you know that we actually sacrificed the launch of our flight club because yes. of you, money. Remember that? Thank you very much. Yeah, just remember that. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Appreciate that. We're, so in other words, this could have been our fourth, fourth mission. No, not fourth. <laughs> I'm just playing. Wow, that is good IPA. It's really good. You know what? Which that one is, is that? This one right here? No, 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 no. No, no. no. Middle one. That one. Oh, what's this? That, that's, ah, two that's two grips. two grips. Okay, no, like this is a good IPA, like even from the oh, smell. Oh, I remember the player, Fred McGriff. Now, Padres. Oh, I, I didn't no, know you Mark know the. McGriff. I didn't know you know McGriff since you're a Mets fan. Fred McGriff and Ken Griffey Jr. Those are my two Griffs. And right. Griffith Park. But. Well, this beer is my only Griff for today. <laughs> but this it's actually oh, this is the one I had last night. No, dude, this IPA is out of this world. That's really good. No, I mean, it, you, you like Cosmos out of this world, like Cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's probably, he's probably it, it just, heard that before. Look, just, just give the beer a smell. It's oh so God. they can't smell it through the through the podcast. Well, no, no, not you guys, not not <laughs> our audience. Now, if you guys could smell, it, this is very aromatic, very. Um, it's almost like the flower, you know, uh, smelling like fresh hops, but with a citrus kick to it. Yeah. Highly recommend it, guys. Okay. So let's go ahead and um, and try our next beer. So uh oh, we got more flights. We got oh, more Jesus. flights. We got more people joining us here. All right. So we're 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 accommodating more room here because you guys can't see this. Maybe this is, you'll um, see it on our Facebook. We call page. this the tarmac. On. <laughs> Go ahead. Try uh, it. In one table here, we must have maybe about 30 Let's beers. This, too, this feels like Lindbergh Field right now. Man, this is this, good stuff. This looks like Lindbergh Field. You know what I'm saying? You guys like that? <laughs> is that reference? No. George is trying to easy. find like flight, flight hey, uh, analogies you know for fun? everything. I'm always doing that. It's kind of weird. I do that at work all day. Those are a lot of, a lot of oh, tastes. Oh, let me let me turn I around here. I like how it's like. You know, sometimes you go to different breweries and. The beer that they give you on the flights are so small. You know, it's it's little. These are like decent sized cups. Yeah. I feel like you're getting your money's worth here. I think you've had too many beers. <laughs> I, I some would say I have not had enough. <laughs> All right, guys, let's try let's try the next one. All right, so the next beer we have is Finest City. Headphones on you. Finest City. Um, th this. I don't know if this is a IPA, a Hefeweizen, or I'm guessing it's an IPA only because he put it next to the other IPA. Uh, I'm guessing there's some kind of order to this list. Finest City. A paleo. All right, well let's give it a try. That's. That's that's interesting. That's uh. What's this one here? Finest City. If you have it. Beware, because it might taste Ooh. like a seven point whatever, but it's actually a nine. Finest City has like a buttery taste to it almost. Like a bit of a sal slightly salty, buttery. Sal sour. 
Yeah, that's different. That's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Edgar give, Edgar, give this a try. Try that. I don't know if you got Finest City. Did you get any Finest City? Yeah, we're here. Okay, try. All right, so Ed, Edgar. So Edgar, Edgar here, you guys, he's not mic'd up, unfortunately. Next time we'll go ahead and make sure we bring a couple of extra uh, ambient mics. Uh, Edgar, Edgar, um, Edgar's a good friend of mine ever since like sixth grade. Uh, so I trust his opinion. Edgar, what do you think? What, what, what are you drinking right now? Blacalope. Blacalope? Yeah, Blacalope. Blacalope. Yeah. Did we get Blacalope? Oh, we do. You we don't have, have Blacalope? We do. That's the very last on our list. We haven't tried it yet. Oh, I like That's it. That's right here. Okay, well, let's try the Blacalope. Starting from the bottom. Now, now we're here. Now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Dabs all around. Dabs all around. That is smooth. Whoa. That, that's really smooth. That's what George said. Whoa. 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 <laughs> what do you think about that? What do you guys think about that? I, didn't I dig it. It's actually not good. It's not bad, actually. I mean, it's a stout, so. Stout? Yeah, like I said, I was never a huge fan of stout, but, you know, the more craft beer that I taste, I feel like I'm graduating into that. Like, my taste buds are, are, are no, developing. It's called being drunk. I feel like my taste buds are going through puberty right now, you know, <laughs> growing some hair in weird places, you know, type of thing. It's Your delicious, though. Your are growing hairs. That's awesome. Mighty, give that a taste. Tell me what you think. We can talk Which more about Marco's this? taste buds. That's, I mean, a, we could go that's on for a blackalope. Blackalope? <laughs> that's a blackalope. It's dark, but it's not, like, super heavy. To be fair, I did smoke a cigarette yeah. before this, yes. so my mouth is still a little ashy. My favorite. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but you're, you're a are my stout favorite. fan, right? I'm a... I'm a I'm a vet, I would say, in terms of my taste buds. Like, I can have stouts. They don't taste weird to me. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm the kind of guy, though, that once you once he finds something that he likes, he sticks with it. Yeah. So when I started drinking IPA, I just stuck to IPA. Yeah. But, you know, I think I'm I'm exploring my options now. And, yeah. uh, you I, know. I, I probably shouldn't say Stone was probably the first one I had that kind of, like, broke it for me. Stone that beat was, me up the first oh time I tried. Oh, my God. Drank. It was ridiculous. The arrogant bastard. Oh, yeah. I, I was genuinely scared tasting it the first Isn't time. Isn't that like 12.9% or something? No, it's not that heavy. It's just the name, you see it, it's kind of like, damn, there's a gargoyle <laughs> on the front. Like, maybe I shouldn't drink this. I don't want to end up, like, my head in the toilet <laughs> in somebody's random house. With, with That's the impression I got like, when you? I first started drinking. But, uh... Edgar got right by the gargoyle, basically. Is what you know, it was college. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> All right. No, but that was after that. I couldn't. I, I couldn't look back after that. It was IPAs and double IPAs and. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to Hoppy Hour. We are here once again. We are going to sample our next beer. Uh, our next beer, which is the last on the list here, is the Santa Claus. I wonder why they call it the Santa Claus. Uh, I bet you it's cinnamon something in it. Cinnamon something. I don't think George What's likes it. it? No. Too strong for you, George? No, I didn't say I didn't like it. I, it's it's just a whole different taste than the rest of the beers. It's, it's not bad. What's your, what's your, what's your usual beer of choice? This is actually one of my favorite beers. Really? I've been saying that to every beer. <laughs> yeah, I, I think George likes it. You know what good. it is? I just switch from different styles. So, like, I got to let yeah, my palate right. clear for no, a little bit. And that's the thing. You have to almost, like, drink some water or something. And, yeah. It's a good thing they're not your kids, man. They'd be hella confused. Like, but which one of us is it, man? Well, I tell you what, though. This beer is definitely full-bodied. Uh, it's creamy and smooth. Goes down easy. Uh, it doesn't taste like it's 
very high alcohol content, but I guarantee you it's probably oh, it's, up it, there. It, no, I think it is. <laughs> yeah. It's up there. We're gonna muchos. we're gonna gauge this by how how far George's eyes cross before the end of the night. They already crossed. <laughs> He's like he was born then. George is starting to slur his words. <laughs> See, there you go, guys. You guys are gonna paint this picture like I'm some sort of. But George, so you have a problem. Are you guys actually just tasting these things or actually chugging them? Because I see some empty glasses. No, no. I see some half full glasses. Marco was encouraging chugging earlier, and then uh -huh. we had to slow it down. Yeah, right now we're trying to get through it because <laughs> if we were to just drink every single beer, we'd be in a maybe like a two-hour podcast. We're trying to finish it off in, in one hour. It's a hoppy hour. So the hoppy hour requires, you know, it's in the name. It's an hour. We just have a person walk in with the Save Our Bolts tea. So, oh, nice. That's awesome. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about Save Our Bolts, guys? I mean, uh, you know, that's something a little off topic. That's a, that's a whole different topic. I'm, I'm going to just well, go that, that rant off. We don't have to get into the real issue, but that <laughs> would be something that is kind of a backstory of how this started because I didn't meet George until Save Our Bolts. Yeah, so that's true. Maddie Ma hates the mayor, by the way. No, I don't hate no, the no, mayor. No, we don't hate the mayor. We hate the... Uh, the the we politics behind it. The politics it. behind yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. Politics are everywhere so you go. Hopefully, by the time you hear this, things will change, but you never know. Yeah. So what? What are you guys trying to fight for there at Save Our Bolts? Obviously, Save I, the Bolts. I, I'm gonna start just because I'm gonna say it pretty short. It started more like for me, it was like Save the Chargers, but now it's more like Save Our City or Save Our Citizens from getting yeah. screwed from all this political bullshit. Excuse my language. The but uh, I, I don't think I've ever been exposed to so much uh, dirt. And just straight political BS that's going on in San Diego for years. It's been years. A lot of citizens or a lot of political figures are in this uh, small city-minded state. They don't want to progress into a bigger, you know. Just they they don't want to. They think small. And and one of our hashtags that we're thinking we're pushing right now is think big. It has nothing to do with the stadium anymore. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than the stadium. It's mm -hmm. it's mainly more just waking up citizens and saying, you know what? The hotel industry is pretty much controlling downtown, in, in, in a nutshell. That's what it is. And right. and the mayor, whether it's Faulkner or or the hugger, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Ed previous Harris? No, not the, the before that. Filner. Filner. Oh, the, oh, the, oh, the, the, the hugger. The groper. Yeah, yeah. The groper. Or we used to call him Mr. Roper. Remember Mr. Roper from from Three's what Company? Are the, what are the but but regardless well, no. of that, I mean, it's not like he said. Think big. You're not thinking just about the chargers. You're thinking, like, for it's me, when people ask me, I think about that. all those small businesses that are affected by the chargers being in town or not. Yeah. Like, all the bars, I understand there's lower-paying jobs and stuff, but these people revolve around sports. And you take out NFL, I it mean, changes a lot. And this, this, this goes so. back to history of just in San Diego in general. You know, you had the Rockets who moved to Houston, you have the Clippers who moved to LA, and then in, in 1964, I don't even remember what year it was. Um, the Potters were about to move. Actually, check me on that. I think it's way later. The Potters were going to move. So this city has always been sort of like second fiddle. Like, okay, well, we, we can't keep, keep sports. Yeah, and, and even the here. sports teams that we have, don't we pay them <laughs> like? Aren't we like one of the lowest paying sports teams to our? our, our uh, Not. Not not last year, not the Padres. Last year, the Padres actually spent probably 200% more than the previous 10 years. Like, they were spending some serious cash. It didn't work out, obviously, right? But, um, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been, I mean, regardless of what 
record is or how much money. You still gotta back them up. You know, they're your home team, it's a civic pride thing. So it, it's it's still um, no matter what. Like I said, it's it, it started more like oh let's rah 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 keep the charges here. Now it's more like rah rah rah. Let's 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 save our votes. Let's save yeah. our votes. Yeah. We, we we saved it from save our votes and save our our right to vote because there's a lot of political bullshit going on. Again, that's my. All right, I'm out. With you, you, and, you and your dirty language. Hey, this this podcast is 18 and up, bro. <laughs> My right. kids are going to hear this. If your kids are awake, put My them to sleep. Hearing it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, not being a Charger fan myself, I'm, I'm a Raider fan. Bring okay, the booze. Take the, take, take okay, the yeah. mic away. Again. But here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm sorry. So consider consider the Raiders and the ownership of like Al Davis, what the family's done for their fans, how they give back. Well, I don't know what they give back or not. But if you compare someone like, you know, like him to the Spanos organization, how they run the Chargers, uh, you got other teams out there like, uh, what's the the Kraft family and how they treat the Patriots? I mean, there there's some teams out there that really give back to the community and their fans. I think I just Chargers heard about I think that. Atlanta like. Atlanta. The Chargers definitely do, and I'm not gonna. Well, so like, peep this. Atlanta, I think. I want to say it was Atlanta. One of these teams out there just announced they're gonna build a new stadium and they're gonna bring the cost of all their food down. They're gonna have oh, like yeah. two dollar hot Atlanta. dogs, three dollar yeah, hamburgers. So what? They're like getting four Costco five dollar beers. I don't know, but like here's a team putting into the community. Well, I, don't, I call it putting into community, but they're reducing their costs to bring the fans back in. I Meantime, you got the Chargers organization, the Chargers family has done nothing but like throw away picks. No. Mess no, the people. No, no, no. no. I, I, I'm gonna tell you actually, the, the Atlanta model is a good example, but their stadium is being funded the same way the Chargers are trying to fund their stadium. It's a TLT tax, which is hoteliers. Hotel. Mm -hmm. so, so you show up to Atlanta, you're gonna pay for it as a visitor. Yeah. That's what the Chargers are trying to do. So, but as far as, so, I, I mean, records speak for themselves. The Chargers have not been doing so great the last four or five years. But they have. I mean, you look at all the negatives, but there's also positives. And I mean, I'm gonna take an example of the Raiders. The Raiders have been in a in abysmal ten deck. I mean, it's been like it's been a while. And you guys are thinking. I, I think I you guys are. Abysmal. That's just a little. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, I think second to the second lowest, to the last more team losses. Hasn't made the playoffs since. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. How many? But, how many but guess what, though? Oh, guys, here we go. These guys to stay loyal. They stay loyal. And that's why, because I recognize that when the team treats their fans right, the fans are there I for the team. I wouldn't say that, though, I don't know because about that though, if you know about dude, all the politics yeah, going on. Davis is trying to oh, move out Oakland. We, we talk about the hotel tax. Atlanta has the biggest airport, like, in the U.S. So, and they have conferences. They're year-round. So they're so moving a lot of business. So then it's only fair to say that it's, it's almost like it needs to be the same model if you want to bring the community and the people right. back into it. And there's yeah, politicians that are blocking that here. Well, now, obviously, guys, like, let's I, I'm, into that, though. I'm all about beer, and this is the oh, San right. Diego Hoppy Hour. So oh, yeah. let's talk it's about how, well, let, 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 <laughs> I, you know, I think Money was onto a good point where she's talking about how the love of sports, the love of the home team kind of brought about uh, the flight club. So what can we say about how sports and beer work together? Because obviously, I mean, maybe it's just my opinion, but when you're drinking a good beer and you're watching a sporting game, you're having more fun. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, that's, there's a reason why sports bars in general, um, they pretty much create a, a very close relationship with, with whatever's going around in their city as far as sports teams, right? Sports bars, I mean, their business derives from sports events, right? They don't call them sports bars for no reason. 
So whenever you have uh, an actual franchise or, or major league franchise like you know the Padres or the Chargers or even just hockey, golf came back. I'm kind of glad. Not to go on a different note, but the Gulls at least made the playoffs. I'm so happy for them. Right? Hey, the Gulls have been kicking ass for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, but they just they just came back to San Diego after being uh, uh, out of for a while. But there's a, there's a very close relationship with sports bars, right? So if there is any kind of like, I'm hopeful that they don't, they're knocking on wood and I say this. If the Chargers do end up leaving to LA, it's going to take a huge hit. I haven't had it yet. I'm waiting. Sports bars are going to take a huge hit. Yeah, you know? I mean, what, what do you think is going to replace it, though? Because, I mean... Padres. If Padres ain't going nowhere, I mean... It, I, I mean... They just got their new stadium. Soccer will replace it. Well, I mean... I'm down with soccer. I love soccer. I, I was... I literally was just thinking that to myself today. Like, why does San Diego have, like, their own soccer team? So we, do, we do. We the do. We do. It's called the Battalion. No. North County Battalion. No, but that's not San Diego. That's, yes, it is. They play like an MLS? No, no, no. We don't have an MLS team yet. Yeah, we don't have one yet. It's the same thing like breweries, local breweries. You're not going to get MLS until you support local. So you have to support the local teams, North County Battalion, National Premier Soccer League, which is about fourth tier. Uh, soccer. Right. If you don't support them and prove the market, then the MLS will not come here because it's San Diego sports. But what do you mean? You have the Cholos right here across the way. Yeah. Like the, the Cholos? Have you That's been to a Cholos weird. game? I have not, but I heard they're great. But the, the thing, well, they're yeah, right across the border. Like, it's, a, it's a whole different. <laughs> they don't care. They don't, they don't. But it's that's what I'm different. saying. You have a lot of people going from San Diego to Tijuana to go watch a game, well, like crossing the border. It, it, <laughs> no, no, no. Check this out. <laughs> Where your logic, then we won't have any kind of problem saying that about the Chargers, because we have a lot of Charger fans in, in Mexico. But they don't. And that's a whole different network. They don't even. Yeah. They don't even count those numbers. It, you could be, they, okay. you could be a Cholos fan and you. No, no, no. You could be a Cholos fan and a Italian fan. Yeah, it's exactly. about supporting the local soccer right here, so that you that prove the market. Soccer. But is North County? Is North County Group local? For the home team. Or, is North County local? Well, I'm, from, I'm closer to Tijuana than I am to North County. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about San Diego. Think big. Local is what I'm saying. Right. So if you. You. I guess I guess my, my, my argument is this. If you can have a major league team yeah. in Tijuana, you should be able to have a major league team in San Diego. Because yeah, it's yeah, basically the same market. Yeah, I mean, yes. I, I guess I should have warned you guys. I invited Edgar to stir the pot a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, I am a oh, little he's bit not, of, uh, we don't. He's not stirring the pot. Edgar's always stirring the pot one what way or another. What it is you have to support the local to prove the market to the big wigs, right? So if you don't right. support okay. local, whether uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm going to tell you a good comparison. The Gulls, yeah. the Ducks pretty much farm team. The, the Gulls were selling out games. That's the battalion in a sense. They don't have an actual farm system allocated to an actual MLS team, yeah. but the battalion gives us hope to bring MLS to San Diego. And you never know, it might be the battalion graduating to be the actual sport, a soccer team in San Diego. That's all we're saying. Um, as much as I want to say I love the Cholos, I've been to a few games. All, I mean, I, I lived in Tijuana, so I know what's up. But it's Tijuana. It's a whole different. They don't even count networks well, what numbers about, what over about there. The like, what, okay, so they play in okay. North County, obviously. I've done but, Cholo shirts too. Okay. So they play in North County. <laughs> where, where do they play? Uh, North County Battalion plays at Del Norte High School, which is in Forest Ranch. So that's in San Diego. I'm going to tell you this right now. Tell your guys if yes. they can centralize their home games. Just in, just no, because people from North County go to Padre no, games. 
people that's from true. North County go to Charger games. Yeah, but it's about. But you're, I'm, I'm just talking about centralizing location. That's why you have downtown Mission Valley centralized. Well, well you know what? In Mecca, order to do be that, a, be you gotta grow goal. it, grow no, the game, I know, I know, I know, and build it and prove it to be down well, here. Well, you know where my question was going at. Okay, so, so if, they play, if they play in a high school, yeah. is there beer allowed? No, but there <laughs> are, are beer sales. However, there are goals to get there. The next five years. Hopefully, we will have a stadium. But yeah. in order you know what? Nowadays, I bet you just ask a high schooler. They'll give you something. No, no, no. <laughs> Might not be beer, but they'll right, give you something. Right, I, no, I'm, a, I'm a little no. more knowledgeable on the soccer thing, and I will say that Chattanooga FC is one to look at, and Detroit City FC is one to look at because no. they have their own, their own stadiums. They sell beer, and it's a sporting event, and it's huge. Like There's like 20,000 people at each game. So, NC Battalion is in their first this, this year. This is their so first you year. Can't, I, yeah. You can't say, okay, we're going to have 20,000 people at a high school. People just no, no, don't no, know no, about no. it. But in order to know about it, you got to go. I want you to come to the game, and I will pay for your ticket. There so you, you can experience I, okay. it. Okay. All right. I, I would argue this to tie in the whole happy hour business. Like, very few of your dreams, if you build it, they will come. So, nobody, I mean, you're right. We're not, ta we're not talking about I'm, that. We're I'm saying get there. come I'm now, get there. we'll build it later. The, That's not the dreams. <laughs> the craft brew market in San Diego, to me, yeah. kind of happened overnight. Like, it was almost like there were one or two breweries that were real big, and they stuck to, like, a, a specific recipe, and they kept to it, and they really they didn't really grow big. They just they stuck to what they did really well. And people just kind of flocked to them naturally because they did something really good. I get that what you're saying with your team is this. Like, if you have a good team, you will be able to eventually bring more people in. Like, if you build it, they will come. Uh, this is actually this is actually uh, this is actually a really good exercise because the initial happy hour. You're trying to tell me I look fat? Do I need to exercise? No, the the initial. Uh, Hit me where it hurts, guys. The initial platform for happy hour was something that we wanted to do. Remember with sports beer, you wanted the round table. Oh uh, yeah, round table. This is kind of a round table except it's square. So well, we're talking about. Welcome to San Diego we're happy hour, guys. We are almost out of time guys we are coming up at the end of our hour uh any last words from anybody would you guys want to say anything to our audience i just want to say thank you for everyone that's tuning in because this is a well, new thing for us and i think you know we can't grow it unless you support local so support you support those just, who support you I know, exactly. so I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna close it out with this and i'll touch on what Madi said when he said Madi said about the battalion my, the battalion is a very young team. It's the first year. Um, I, I, I definitely want to do a, a, some sort of collaboration and bring some fans there and all that. But it's a home team, regardless if it's AAA, AA. That's one thing about when it comes to sports teams Support or cities. Team, guys. Cities. The West Coast and the East Coast is two different sports. I mean, Marty's lived in New York. It's like Tupac versus Big No, no, it's just East Coast. <laughs> you have way more, I want to say, more fanaticals. I mean, because they, they have a lot of... A lot less things to do in a sense. You know what bear I mean? Fans, dude. Have you seen no, no, bear no. fans out there? Yeah. Bear, man, they're crazy. Oh, look at look at Brian showing up like two hours later. But oh. so so just like just like a battalion, that's what that's what the flight club's all about. We're young, we're a small group now, but we're growing. But you need roots, you need some sort of foundation, that's what we're trying to do right now.